Hi, my name's Clark Reynolds, aka The Blind Braille Artist. And my name's Steve Baker, and I'm Just Good Company. Together, we create the podcast Art in Sight. We're travelling along the South Coast for an Arts Council funded project to explore what audio description is. As an artist myself who's blind, I like to experience the art like it was intended. So, Steve, create that for me. Well, it's been nearly a week, mate. Uh, we're in your shed for reflection time. Reflection time. <laughs> so we went to Sculpture by the Lakes down in Dorchester, and um, it was a great, it was a great day out, wasn't it? It was not what I expected to, a sculpture park to be. When we were on our way there, what did you expect? I thought I expected these just ginormous sculptures in the middle of nowhere you could maybe not get to. You know, maybe you've got some foliage in the way or, or there's like some barriers and you've got, you've got to look from a distance or go around in a 360 to observe. So you would have to observe for me. Um, that's my idea, I, I thought, was a sculpture park. Yeah, I, 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 can, I think I agree. I think I agree with that. There wasn't a conception that it was going to be anything other than a gallery, but just outside. Yeah, so, and so you, you, still, you still, you know, precious art, don't get close. So when we got there and we were welcomed uh, absolutely brilliantly by Katie and Madeline, weren't we? So they treated us really well. It was a lovely facility and beautifully uh, kempt and a, a brilliant place to, to put. And well, we found out that it was uh, the whole facility was uh, owned by a sculpture artist. Absolutely. And so the whole place uh, has been curated over a long period of time and it's really got its own own sort of vibe which we kind of cottoned onto pretty early on didn't we when we we went in there and they introduced us to Sherlock <laughs> <laughs> Sherlock the goat Sherlock, yeah. yeah and so he was just hanging out under a tree and it had a little quirk to kind of it wasn't going to be just sculptures in a park there was going to be a story and uh, and uh, and a beautiful story uh, and also, what I found out the other day is, did you know this? So when you go into galleries or you go into shops or anything, you turn, you always turn left. Oh, right. You always turn left. So when you enter a building, you always turn left. And what do we do when we go into a crossroads? There's three crossroads. What do we do? We turned left. My point, exactly. Where did you read this stuff? Look, Joe, uh, Aspects told me. Because obviously so you always turn you left. You always turn left. So the idea is it's, it's a subconscious thing. Your, your body always turns left when you go places. What? Everyone? Everyone does it. What? Everyone turns left? Everyone turns left. We did it. Well, yeah, we did it once. But you do it in galleries. That's why are all you galleries sure are that's up? not just that episode on Friends where Joey can't turn right? <laughs> <laughs> but apparently so. But we did it. We turned left. And we we followed the path down, and sculptures everywhere. There was it was and it was straight there, wasn't it? And they were really busy because they were installing new stuff all the time. When we first took around the corner, there was they were making a great big structure out of raw iron, um, steel rod, steel girders almost, and that was that was quite noisy for a little bit. But you could see there was a lot of work going on in the park as well. So. But before we even got to that, we'd walked past about four or five different sculptures that sort of took our attention. But And that first one that we saw, 
just was also so striking, those two heads that were sort of popping out of the lake. And, then, and that was my initial response. I thought all the sculptures were going to be that far away. Um, and then we'd, we were turned around the corner and they were there and we could, it wasn't, there was no sign saying, please do not touch, which what is what I expected as well. And I touched everything. You did. Every sculpture we came, you I did. touched everything. And the beauty of, of it was, it was role reversal. It was. And I think that, that happened though. We went through the first part and that was kind of normal. Because I had to, because it was in the lake. Yeah. Know? And then we went through that little... The retreat. The retreat area under those and come out into that other, the, into the next part, which sort of revealed itself. and Right next to the river through. But then when we got down to look at the two pieces of art, which were the two sort of Greek statues, and you had the opportunity sort of for the first time to just touch the art. I think it was funny for me because of all the pieces of art that you could have found out that you were going to start to be able to touch as much as you like. It was the two naked torsos. It was two naked but the thing is that we, you know, we, we, we're brought up in history. We know that kind of how those sculptures are, are made, you know, solid marble, it arm cut off or a head chopped off. And these were metal. You know, and they really the craftsmanship you could feel in in the way it was it was sculpted, from the from all the detail, pure detail, and obviously, yeah, the prior parts, <laughs> which were extra smooth apparently. Yes, because people have been rubbing them. You can tell <laughs> if people rub them. You know, all sculptures have a special point where it's, it's good luck to rub. So it was a it was a lucky day for me. Yeah, and the sculpture as well, I think. So. We started to then sort of explore more widely. And as we went on, I think one of the things that I realised was that this was a different experience for us both. Because by now, you, you were very emboldened by the fact that you could touch everything. Everything. There was no security guards. It was brilliant. And I was, I was literally getting hands on to something. If this had been in a Mayfair gallery, it'd be three figures. But, you know, or there'd be a rope somewhere if it was in a Tate gallery or something. There'd be a rope around it. Get, no, get closer than, you know, one metre away. And it, there was so much art at that, that point. You know, there, we were walking past pieces because essentially time would constrain us to talk about everything there. There was so and plus, many... plus the nature, the way the nature was playing the backdrop for these pieces of art. And this was just sprouting from the, the grass, wasn't it? It was. Uh, and, and the beauty of like just exploring 360 with your hands really looking and really uh, getting to know it, you know. You know very that, intimate. It is. Very intimate. And a couple of pieces were very tactile. I mean, especially the feather-shaped feather wing that was the marble. The marble the one, side, which, which is, is beautiful. That had a... Because obviously, you know, when you work with metal or stone or wood, that you know, a texture, the heat. But this marble just retained its coolness. It was uh, so smooth. Yeah. I, I think that... Sometimes you think you know what the material is going to feel like. And, you you know, we've touched marble before, not necessarily in a sculpture like that, but, you know, a marble worktop here or something, you know, something really smooth or even the smoothest thing you've ever actually had the opportunity to stroke. And yet when we touched that marble, I just was like, that is feels totally different to me. Just think how many hours painstakingly someone has smoothed that down using... Uh, a technique. Well, the, absolutely. And then that appreciation then, because we could touch it, 
for the process that created it was so much more because obviously there was an insane number of hours and and effort and and just creativity to just create something so well we talk about marble which is interesting because a lot of the sculptures were cast metal some kind of alloy but the beauty of it because you were allowed to touch it it had a great patination so it looked like it was it was going to be some Italian marble, but it was in fact some a metal alloy. Absolutely, yeah. There was so much of that. But just going back to the point you were sort of getting onto about nature, I think that was also one of my favourite things because there was some lovely planting as well, which which was was a real compliment to the experience of walking through the whole park. So some of the time, you know, you were being revealed around corners. To yes, these great bits there was no straight lines in that sculpture park. And the beauty of it is because you didn't know what you were going to see behind the corner, which you found really intriguing. It, it drew you round to look again and, and you didn't, you know, know what to expect. But on the walk itself, you're still surrounded by nature. So all of the different gravel pathways. And I thought that was something that you appreciated, wasn't it? The different textures. The different that levels had. that my, my stick found. You know, we had, obviously you had the gravel, you had the sponginess of wood chippings, um, obviously the grass. But yeah, there was so much that my, my stick felt through. And it, it was like going on a, a sculptural adventure in, in itself. So the whole thing turned into one much more uh, sensory experience for you because of the textile nature of of the of the actual park itself the sounds obviously we heard the sounds of the water i i, I mentioned to you that i could hear like a brook absolutely uh, stream coming through so that was great and obviously we went you know spring day it was is, a lovely you know, day i think we were really lucky because it was sort of you know the days before and after it was rain but we were lucky enough to stay dry and spend a good few hours Really but it enjoying. didn't feel, I mean, we lost most I've ever walked in for a while. It didn't feel like it though, did it? No, it felt like you're still in a gallery, but the gallery just was a TARDIS, it was never ending. It was. And, and, and what I think we recorded in total for about two and a half hours seemed to go in minutes, really. Because it was, it was delight. It was delight of me engaging with art that I believe that all art, all sculpture should be engaged with. Even in a, a you know, the most pristine galleries, you know, it's, you know, the history ones that have got Goliath and, and things like that. I mean, if you're taught how to touch a sculpture properly, then it should be no different to touching something that's expensive, but not ex but expensive, but you can touch. Do you think from your perspective of experiencing galleries the way you have in the past and then finding this gem of an experience, that what would you suggest that another gallery, a more traditional gallery, could do to bring some of that experience to to more of the everyday type of art experience or, or creative experience even? It's hard because you know, art is precious. You know, you, you, you take a lot of hours in producing art and it becomes a labour of love. But I believe, you know, I believe sculpture in a way, it, almost like textiles as well, but obviously textiles, you've got the oils on your hand and can destroy it. But sculpture, no, wood, metal, stone, you know, it's been around, especially the, the old ones, they've been around for millennia, 2,000 years. And yet now they're behind a, a rope. You can't get any closer. I think that's quite sad. 
It is. It does seem sad. They're all behind ropes and maybe something would be for specific exhibitions. That principle is taken away, obviously with consent from those that would exhibit. So that, you know, like your exhibition that's upcoming, you know, you, you're literally making the art to be stood on, sat on, touched, you know, I'm sure you wouldn't care what people did on it. You know, that's the point. You're making art to be experienced in multi-sensory ways. And I suppose there could be an element of bringing some more of that into more traditional uh, exhibits. It would be nice, uh, you know, a touch tours happen. Um, I've got a few touch tours, which are great. I really love that. You know, but the idea is being told to touch. And if you go to somewhere where you're allowed to touch straight off the bat, it, it becomes, you can you can treat, uh, teach people how to be respectful with art in a way, who you're not going to damage it. I don't think so either, because you're respecting it by touching it. Yes. And I think that actually it, that's kind of a metaphor for potentially how you treat people, isn't it? You know, there's a sense of if you're told you can do something, you know, where's the freedom in your choice? Whereas if you weren't told, but you could, then you get to choose. And therefore, it's freedom for you to choose. And I think that's what I observed happening as you walked through the gallery or, or through the through the sculpture park. Your freedom seems to grow and your excitement grew with it. It did. I, I haven't felt like that for over 15 years in, in a space where you could fully engage with art and and not be scared to fantastic uh, you know so i you know i taught you a few things on this one mate you did i think i absolutely lord it you know i absolutely appreciate that mate you you pointed out things again in a different way this time through direct touch that i then got to experience myself and the ones that you really said touch this you know i knew that there was something to find there and you showed it to me. It's lovely. And so I just tried to keep up. This, uh... <laughs> oh, this one, yeah, keep up. Um, again, so the next time round will be um, a totally new experience. Really looking um, forward to it. And uh, once again, thank you so much. Cheers, my friend. Till next time. Thanks for joining us for this episode. If you'd like to find out more about the special Baker Reynolds method of audio description, or you'd like to know more about Art Insight, you can find us on Instagram at Art Insight Podcast. Till next time. <laughs>